Hey guys, and welcome to What Z Said, a podcast for the people, things that make you go, hmm, for my deep thinkers and thought provoking. And you know what day it is, let's talk about it Thursday, so tune in as we get into it, see you soon, and always remember, we're gonna live, we're gonna love, we're gonna laugh together, and most importantly, we're gonna grow. So let's get into it today. We're here to, it's our favorite day. It's uh, Talk About It Thursday. And, of course, here to talk about it, no other than my best friend, Diana. Diana, why don't you introduce hey. yourself? Hey, I'm Diana. Um, yeah, and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want the people to know about you? Who are you? Uh, I know you got a business out, Resume Taylor. Uh, guys, if you need a job, especially in these COVID streets, Definitely hit her up for it. Facts. I can update your resume, write a cover letter for you, help you do any writing task for real. Uh, we've got you covered. Follow us at, at resume underscore Taylor, T-A-I-L-O-R, and we can help you with that. Um, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, so let's get into it. Uh, you know, yesterday – well, two days ago, actually, right? Because today's Thursday. Uh, we ta- I talked about, well, I thought about, I should say, friends. And the question that I had was, are they worth fighting for? And so I wanted to ask you, what made you go, hmm, when listening to that? Um, so obviously, you know that I'm a very type A person. So I listened to it once, I had some ideas, I slept on it, then I listened to it again today, and, like, I wrote down a whole lot of notes. Um, <laughs> I thought about <laughs> I thought about your question of, are friends worth fighting for? And, like, initially I was like, okay, there's obviously levels to it, right? There's right. different types of friendships. And then I was, like, trying to categorize all my friends and, like, where I know them from and what I like to do with them and, then that led, one thing led to another, and then it's just, it was a lot, right? Right. Um, <laughs> so I have a lot. I have a lot of thoughts. I think a oh, lot. Okay. okay. So, I mean, I, I hear when you say levels, because I, I said there's levels to friendships, too. Um, what are some of the things, like, when you're, you're definitely known for reevaluating friendships, but what are some of the main things that you consider when it's time to reevaluate a friendship? So I don't I don't think I necessarily have been in a, a place where I'm reevaluating a friendship. I think it's healthy to know when you have to take a step back from certain people because they might be going through something you can't support them or you might be going through something that they can't support you. So it's not necessarily like a reevaluation. It's just like a, okay, I acknowledge that we're not seeing eye to eye right now, so we need to take a break from each other. Not to say that, you know, I don't – I'm don't love you any less or anything like that. It's just that we need to chill. Um, but that's also to say because I don't really feel like I've been in a situation with friends where I would have to cut them off, luckily. That's not the reality that I've had. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I mean, um, so how do you how do you know when, how to bounce back? Like, I don't know if, like, how should I say this? So I recently had a friend that said we should take a break from each other. 
And that's cool, but when do you know it's a good a lot of time to to come back to each other and say, hey, like, mm-hmm. I miss our friendship, or let's talk about, you know, what caused this break and how can we fix it? Or if they're not receiving it on that end, how do you move forward, would you say? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends on why you say you need to take it, take a step back. For me, mm-hmm. when I think about friends, I think of, like, if I had to, you know, identify three different types of friends that I have, I mm-hmm. think that on um, one end, I have, like, associates. Like, we cool. We friends on Facebook. We friends on Instagram. Um, we write comments like, oh, you cute, things like that. But we don't text. If I see you, we might speak, say hello, you know, do that cordial stuff. But we're not, you know, chit-chat at the phone. So that's like the associates who cool. That's not like, we cool. Ain't no deal. Right. Then <laughs> I have a friend group that I would consider our friends. They're like my good friends, right? And mm-hmm. it's interesting because I've never heard that term good friends until I started working with some people like white people still. Why do you want to have good friends with people? <laughs> but I can respect it because I do have some good friends. And when I think of my good friends, like, these are the ones that if I get married, like, they're going to be invited to the wedding. Like, we talk, we might talk often, but we don't talk about everything. Like, we'll talk about things as they come up, but it's not like someone who knows all my deepest, darkest secrets. So if mm-hmm. we think about, like, that iceberg, right, where you right. have part of is exposed and then the other part is below the surface, mm-hmm. I would say my good friends are, like, at surface level. Like, they see some, they see a lot above, and they see a little bit below, but they kind of mm-hmm. just wait at the bottom. My associates <laughs> all see the tip of the iceberg. They only see what I allow them to see. That's what we just see. Right. Then, on the other side of the spectrum are my best these are the ones that would be like my bridesmaids. They know me. They know the good of me, the bad of me. Um, and I think I appreciate these friendships the most because they're the ones that support me. They're the ones that celebrate me when something good happens. But they're also the ones that call me out on my shit if I do yeah. something that's messed up. So okay. I really appreciate those friends too. So when you talk about like, you know, taking a break and whether you address it or not, I feel like those are people that they would be considered my best friends because I don't, I have a lot of best friends. I'm lucky. I don't talk <laughs> to all of my best friends every day. Right. Nor do I want to talk to all my best friends every day. <laughs> right. But we have the relationship where, like, we don't talk today. We might talk at the end of the month, and, you know, all good. We catch up, and we keep it pushing. But at the end of the day, if something happens, I could reach out to them and they got my back. And I think I'm also fortunate in the sense that even with my good friends, like, because I am, anybody who knows me knows I'm a moody person, mm-hmm. and I am a very, I'm a, I'm a, like, what you see is what you get. Like, you know, what's that saying? Um, All shot, no chaser. How'd that go? Straight shot, no <laughs> Whatever. Oh, straight Whatever shot, is, no chaser. That's me. Like, I'm the friend when I come around, people are like, yo, she, she just like that. She don't mean nothing about it. She just like that. She just not getting used to her. That's me. Um, so when I call someone my friend, it's because I feel like if I'm in a time of need, I can really rely on Um, Yeah. No. I feel like I end everything with all, like, with, yeah, but. 
I mean, this is a quick tip. She is a teacher, guys. So like, when she's giving you these lessons, just understand she's a teacher that will visual help you visualize what she's talking about. Always. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I agree. I agree that um, those are happening. I mean, we can get into how we took a break. Like I said, and before on like some of the promo for this one, it's twenty plus years, right, of a friendship since nineteen what ninety eight it was mm-hmm. that we found that picture. It could have been before ninety eight, but we started when the picture first came about. That's that's when we found it, right? But I mean, we haven't always seen eye to eye, and we haven't always. Um, you know, been there in each other's, I would say, no, we actually have been there in each other's time of need, always, no matter what. But we grew. So we could get on the topic of when is it okay to understand that you outgrew a friendship and, like, you just got to accept it for what it is. Wow. Outgrowing friendships. I mean, I feel like that's mad hard. It's like when you have to recognize that you outgrew a relationship. Um, and it's like to say that you really want to be with someone, you really want to be friends with someone because y'all have the history. Mm-hmm. But when y'all are together, y'all supposed to be having fun. It's not fun. Or it seems like it's it's more work than it's worth. Um, I think it's a simple answer. Um I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it's, it kind of is a simple answer, but it's hard. Like you said, it you have that history with that person. You think back like, oh, man, remember time. But I think when you know that you have outgrown a friendship is that when you guys go those few days or you go those few weeks without speaking, because, you know, we all have those friendships that we don't speak every day, we don't speak every week, or even at the end of the month. But when you go those times without um, speaking, your your energy seems a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. I should say, like you, you tend to be like, okay, like when you finally look back, you're like, oh, I didn't truly miss what I wasn't missing because it was a when they become when any relationship become out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you have to like you said, quote, unquote, reevaluate, but also realize that maybe there's something more to why they're out of mind just because they're out of sight. And that's real. And I think that kind of, you know, I think that relationships in general are hard, whether they're romantic relationships, platonic relationships, um, relationships that work, like they're just hard because it's like, trying to respond to someone's feelings mm-hmm. when you may or may not feel like their feelings are just pathetic. Mm. Um, and I think that when dealing with a friend, right, I would mm-hmm. say it would be time for me to cut them off if we've had a disagreement and I, you know, decided that it's something that I can't move past unless I address it. I address mm-hmm. it. We have a conversation. We decide our next step. I'm like, what are we going to do to fix this? And no change is made. 
because I'm a firm believer in giving people second chances. Um, and in doing so, though, I have to take responsibility for how I feel and to say that, hey, you hurt me by doing this or by saying this, and I don't appreciate that. And if you are my friend, you won't do or say things like that again. And so we have this conversation, and then going forward, either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. And then I think that's going to take care of itself because, like, how many times, like, I think it's really different than, uh, uh, like, a romantic relationship in the sense that, like, you know, we give more chances to people that we're with. But, like, right. as a friend, we not having sex. So if you're not doing what I need you to do, like, I don't understand what, what we'll be doing here. Like, that don't make sense. And so I always think about, well, like, when you have any relationship with people, whatever the type of relationship it is, you have to figure out, like, what are you getting from? Like, and it's not in a selfish way to say that you have to, like, get something tangible, but, like, are you relying on this friend for support because you're starting a new business and you know they've done it and you just need that inspiration or they're motivational? Or do you mm-hmm. need someone because you're going through some trial or tribulation in your in your personal life that they can relate to and really lift you out of? Or maybe we're friends because we work together and we both hate this place and we just need to bitch together. Like whatever <laughs> it is. And I think that goes back into my, my type A-ness. Like, mm. I like to put people in buckets so that I know how to interact and respond to you because I hate to be confused. And so if I don't know where to place you in my life, then I don't want know how to move them. Because if somebody comes to me as a good or a best friend and say that I offended them, I want to try to hear them out and try to do better and associate. I mean, I'm trying to be a better person, but I don't care for them. So they can keep it pushing. So, yeah. <laughs> I know I know you're such a type A because I am the opposite. I just be mixing everything and be all types of confused. That's why I'll be meeting you in my life to to make it make sense. But uh <laughs> that do make sense. So like <laughs> I mean like when I talked about that Tuesday, if you don't have your accountability partners, then who do you have? Right? And I think more to it ever, um, when I knew that I had the ultimate accountability partner, regardless of the type of relationship that we have, like, you know, we're clearly just best friends or whatever, but I knew that we were there for each other when we sat down, like, on New Year's Eve, and you were just like, all right, you got to get your shit together. And I was like, right. I didn't take no offense to it. I didn't think you was coming at me. I was like, you're right. I got to get my shit together. And I appreciated you for acknowledging that I deserve better within myself to do better and to know better, therefore act better. And, um, you know, I, I I know you got accountability partners in your life. And I think, <laughs> right. And I think that... um I think sometimes in the middle of COVID, though, right now, I've been seeing this meme about checking, like, make sure when this COVID is over that these people didn't check on you. Mm -hmm. Um, Remember that. Like, be mad at that. (laughs) That's so interesting that you bring that up because I saw that post somewhere. They talk about, like, I saw a original post that, um, you know, 
keep track of who don't check on you. But then if somebody responded was like, nah, like this is a pandemic. People going through stuff. They're not thinking about you. Don't be selfish. And I'm like, nah. Like, <laughs> like you need to check on me. But my mother already said that I'm mad, Dee Dee, because my expectations for communication is high. And I don't apologize for that. And, again, it's just like either you're going to get with it or you're not, and we're just not going to be cool like that. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to be unapologetic for how you act sometimes. And then also you got to take – you got to understand who you are. Exactly. And you got to understand who you are. And like you said, your expectations for communications is very high. And if you want somebody to communicate with you, you speak on it. If they can't hold that to that, if they can't uphold to that standard, then you're right. That's just not the person mm-hmm. for you. But then you have some low-maintenance people in communication. And they could see that post in a whole different way and be like, yeah, I mean, if they don't want to check up on me, but I, I'm with you. We had COVID. You ain't got nothing but time to check up on me. Like, where are you going to go? If you can't go to Bella Nuts, like, then... It's not <laughs> like I'm checking people off if I don't hear from them, because if I ain't hear from them, most likely I ain't think about you either. But <laughs> there's, like, obviously, everybody that knows me know I love, like, I love my birthday, I love mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I love the Kwanzaa party that I get. Right. And for me, for my birthday, like, I keep a mental checklist of who do, does not tell me happy birthday because you will not hear from me on your birthday. Like, and you better <laughs> not text me no HPD, and it better not be a, no, you need to personally text me happy birthday. Because I do that for people, and I appreciate that one of my best friends, Alice, he knows I love that, and every year it's a competition because we always love to be the first one. And she woke me up in the middle of the night this year and like, 12.30, she called me like five times trying to wake me up to be the person to say happy birthday. And I think that's the thing that friends do. Right. Like, they, they yeah. It's like, like, again, it's Alex is not the type of person that I speak to often. Um, like, in fact, I actually, like, we kind of fell off in our friendship mm-hmm. um, in the sense that we weren't talking very often. And mm-hmm. I think it was about, like, two years ago, I made a decision that I wanted to, like, you know, Cherish my friendships a lot more, so I didn't feel like I was doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would literally put on my calendar every month time to call Alex. And it came to the point where we didn't even need that calendar reminder for us to check in because we were talking at least twice a week. Um, and so I'm really happy that I've made that conscious decision then, not just, you know, when COVID and stuff came, because now all of my best friends, I talk to everyone at least every week, at least once a week. And my good friends, I talk to them at least two times a month. So it's lit. So if I don't hear from you, you don't hold it, it's a wrap. <laughs> Especially I if I just match with somebody on Tinder and he can text me to let me know I'm living good and you not checking for me, absolutely not. <laughs> not Tinder, though. Tinder, I feel you, though. I feel you. It. I I did that one time. I intentionally made that with one of my my like truly like closest friends. We said we don't talk much, so we chose every Sunday or every weekend, like you said, to make it a conscious effort to communicate. And then it turned from every every weekend to every day to every morning, um, you know, on the way to work. Unfortunately, you know, that's something that I didn't continue on, but. 
if you have those type of friends that you want to keep in contact with, like you said, um, even at the different levels, you got to be intentional. Just like we're intentional mm-hmm. with relationships, we got to be intentional with our friendships. And I think people, not all the time, but some of the time, they, they put too much emphasis on their romantic relationships that they put their friendships to the wayside, and then they come out of these romantic relationships and they don't have no friends, and they be like, oh, my friends weren't there for me, and they're not there for me now, and this, that, and the third. And it's like, no, you neglected it, and so, therefore, it, it weathered away. And because you put so much emphasis on your relationship, you didn't create a balance for your friendship so that in case, you know, that love of your life was actually the best thing you never had, you still got your girls or your boys to support you. Mm, you know about that firsthand, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going there? Are we going there? I'll be, I'm not going nowhere. I'm just, I'm just going to the turn. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's cool. Like I said to the people before, we're gonna learn, we're gonna love, we're gonna grow. But yeah, I do know that firsthand. I know it very, very much so firsthand. I didn't know it firsthand until I needed to learn it, but um, you live and you learn, right? And you live and you learn. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not living, you're not learning. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. But I fought for you before. And how? Huh? How? How? So when? when I can't. When? So when I came out and said I was gay, I literally mm-hmm. called you and was like, um, hmm. I was like, uh, you're not not gonna be my friend. <laughs> what do you think this is? Like that was a moment that I thought he is. What? What did you say, hmm, for? No, I was saying hmm. I, I was saying hmm because you know I got a bad memory, so I don't remember this conversation specifically. But I'm not doubting that it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that is, like, so important because I think think that's also what goes well with friendships and stuff because we have a certain idea of how people are complementing our lives Mm -hmm. and – when people change or do something different, it's like, oh, are they too good to be my friend now? Or or are we still the same? Like, if they do this, do they, like, are they still the same person I used to know? Um, and I think that's how sometimes your friends can limit you. They put a, a glass ceiling on top of you because they're like, oh, well, you're doing that, but, you know, mm. I remember when back in the day you used to do this, that, and the third. So I think that's mm. definitely a time of reevaluation of friendship if the person can't grow with you, if they can't accept the evolving person that you're becoming. And I think it's okay for people to feel some type of way, but, again, like you said, you have to address it and give them the opportunity to change their mindset and their approach to you. Yeah, that is definitely something. Like, when you said it, um, they could limit you. Like, you get excited for something new and exciting, and you have to be careful of what people speak over you and 
Mm-hmm. And when they thinking, like, you have to watch not only their thoughts, but you have to watch your friend's thoughts because, yeah, it was all cool and dandy, like you said, until it was time for you to evolve. And now they're upset with you because you're not doing everything that you guys once did. Um, that is definitely something to, to think about when you are reevaluating friendships and determining a worth of a friendship. Now, what if somebody came to you, though, right? Well, I mean, I did come to you, but what if somebody came to you and said, I don't want to be your friend no more, and then you said, why? And then they told you, but you didn't think it was a valid enough reason to not be friends. If someone came to me and was like, I don't want to be your friend no more, I would probably laugh because I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> What does that even mean? I don't want to be your friend no more. Like, okay, relax. Um, but I think it's always like a hard pill to swallow when someone comes to you and calls you out on your shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you step to someone like that, you have to be prepared for them to go on the defense. But I think it's important to, like, have, like, a mini conversation and then step away. Let them process. Let them, you know, get over those feelings of feeling ambushed or feeling some type of way. So that way y'all can actually have a productive conversation. Um, what I've been trying to work on in the past few months or whatever is always thinking about, like, what do I hope to gain from the situation? And I think that also helps me to kind of figure out whether or not to address certain things to something arrives in my friend. And it's like, okay, if I say this, what do I want? Like, is it worth potentially hurting my friend's feelings to say this because it's a minor, you know, inconvenience to me? Or is it something that's really going to be in the way of our friendship? I think that's really important to be thinking about, like, what what results do you hope to gain if you're stepping to a friend? And if a friend is stepping to you, just, like, be able be comfortable with saying, like, okay, I hear you. I'm tight. I'm, I can't talk about this right now. But, you know, let's revisit this in a couple of days so I have time to process. Because, you know, hurt people hurt people, right? And so mm-hmm. if someone comes to you and says something that, you know, rubs you the wrong way or whatever, now you just throw a fire. And that's not yeah. And I feel like kind of like if you want to step to a friend, I feel like you should step to them in hopes that y'all can push through and make it work. But if in your mind you already want to kind of cut ties with the friendship, I don't even think it's worth it. Like, I'm all about ghosting. I ghost niggas every day. But, um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you're done with a relationship, I think you just need to cut ties. I don't think there's a conversation to be had. Because in mm-hmm. my eyes, having a conversation shows that the door is still open to, you know, fix things and to make things better. Yeah, definitely. That that leaves them a chance to have a rebuttal that can maybe change your mind. But if you already got a made-up mind, like you said, there is no point. Especially if it's for a valid reason, in, in your case. In who case? My case or their case? In your case. You're in my case? Like that, just, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like people. It's for a reason. But that's neither here nor there. It's okay. She's not a real oh, friend. She's not even listening to this. 
Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and, why, and why they even want to listen to this exact, exact moment in time. Okay. They'll be in the conversation will open. If the shoe fit, what is it? If the glove fit, you know, oh, shit, let me stop. I don't know these things. I need to stop. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel you, though. Like like you said, if it's for a valid reason, if you know that you don't even want the friendship back after that. Um, I don't even know. Is ghosting healthy? But we can talk about that on another podcast. Yes. Another you think I those mean, things are healthy? I don't think they're, and again, this is a different topic, but when we talk about ghosting, like you can confront people head on and they be like, give me one more chance. Or you can ghost them and they may be cool. Or you ghost them and like, oh, you ghosted. Like, it's a case-by-case basis. People be crazy. And you just got to do what's best for you. And if you don't want to have a conversation, protect your peace and keep it moving. And then also, like, who wants to argue with somebody about them being a shitty person? Like, they, of course they're going to say they're not a shitty person. You're like, but yes, you are. But no, I'm not. But yes, you are. And then, like, for what? Like, who has time for that? Pick and choose your battle. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, you know, since you want to talk about another topic, that is definitely going to be one um, for a future episode, and we're going to have to invite you back. Because um, and that is definitely a conversation to be had. Is ghosting healthy? I think we should bring somebody else in who has been ghosted before. Have you been ghosted? Have I been ghosted before? Probably. Yeah, I haven't. I thought everybody has been ghosted. Um, or like people like y'all cool and then y'all not. And you're like, well, what happened? But then you're like, that's karma. So you're like, keep it moving. Whatever. I'll take that up. True. 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 Definitely. Definitely. The conversation for real is that, I forgot what they call it. It's like a certain term where, like, people ghost people, but y'all still friends on social media, and they still watch the stories, and y'all talk on Instagram, but you don't know quite what happened with y'all. That's weird. Mm. I hate that. I do it, but I hate it. <laughs> that is, like, kind of weird, though, when somebody watches your story and you watch their story, but y'all don't speak, and y'all once were cool. Like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. See, you you about to make it go a little bit deeper. You about to bring up different topics. We got a topic of, of already we're fighting for it now. You got me over here hmm, for another thing. And on that note, we gonna. <laughs> and on that note, you know, we gonna have to. <laughs> we gonna have to, uh, you know, tune in next time for another episode. And I once again, thank you for coming on and speaking. It's been real. I had a good time. <laughs> definitely, definitely, we gonna bring you back for sure. Um, for another topic, but. Like I said, this is things that make you go, hmm, a podcast for the people, for my deep thinkers, my thought provokers, and everyone in between. And tune in next time when we bring in a new topic, something to think about. And of course, on that Thursday, we'll talk about it. You guys have a great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>